Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits. Let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. We are all evolving. And if you are sitting there still wondering, how in the world am I going to evolve myself today, tomorrow, the next week, the next year, so that I can actually accomplish those success-oriented tasks, businesses, families, relationships that I really want to have? So what personality changes do you implement? Well, I'm going to offer about 20 of them for you. And this is in addition to other success-oriented programs that I have available for you. These are about what you do with your personality. Okay, ready? Here we go. There's no moment like the present for you to say it's time to change. And that's number one. So in this very moment, we dive right into the idea that the energy inside of you is excited about the idea of being able to change yourself. Too many times we feel as if we are so stuck and incapable of mobilizing ourselves to be different people. But we can. And I mean authentically so. Not just that you're trying to change yourself to be another person, but rather change your personality patterns and structures that you're stuck in so that you can actually be different tomorrow. So in this next moment, I want you to once again embrace that experience, that enthusiasm, that awe, that wonderment, that pondering that you can actually change your personality. Now, number two, of course you need to know what you'd like to change about your personality. And the feedback that you get from your environment is both able to give you positive and negative nudges that help you wake up to those blind spots that you can't see and also be able to realize how you're impacting other individuals because they're trying to scream at you about things that are going on inside of you that are opposite of what's probably needed in your environment and, even more importantly, what is needed inside of you in order for you to propel yourself forward. I'm not talking about those things that people want you to change so it would make their lives better so they don't have to work hard or so that they can rely on you and depend on you on a, in an unhealthy fashion. No, I'm not talking about that. She'll need to distinguish that. But rather, are individuals telling you that you have too bad a temper, that you're unpleasant to be around, that you're just either too in the moldrums of life or you are too angry about everything or you feel too fearful and withdrawn? These type of responses and the way people in the environment give you feedback, you want to listen to. Anger. Fear, depression, those three aspects that your personality might have organized themselves around in this patterned way of behaving are the items in your personality that you can change and likely the items that your environment's trying to nudge you into changing. So listen to your environment, and that's also related to change number two. Because as you listen to your environment and you receive them as teachers and masters and informants in arenas in your life that you can't see yourself, that in and of itself makes you available. And as you are available to listen and learn, there's a shift in your personality. Suddenly, the things that are going on around you become teachers 
as opposed to something that makes you irritated or feel insulted or perhaps rejected. Change number two. Change number three. Don't forget you are a biological creature. And as a biological creature, you have got to pay attention to what your body is all about. So what does your body need to do in order to optimize your personality? Well, here's the list. You know it, but I need to say it anyway. Exercise. Do the type of exercise that makes you want to dance and sing and have fun. Perhaps get that competitive edge in there so you can really stir some of the competitive juices. Or perhaps you back away from the competitive edges and it's more of the peaceful and relaxing, sweating type of exercises that appeal to you. Perhaps you exercise with others in some sort of sport activity or some sort of social reinforcement so you make sure that you get out there and use your body in, in terms of movement. Or perhaps you use exercise as a form of moving away from everybody in the crowd and being able to meditate while your body is in movement. What a great way to create your mind, body, social needs all at once. Exercise. Make it fun. Make it meaningful. Make it sweaty. Make it daily. Number two, sleep. Well, Sleep is often compensated for with caffeine and other sorts of stimulants that keep us going. But the truth is, is that if you're not sleeping, your body is not regenerating. What a way to not be able to fight agelessness if you're not sleeping. Sleeping is this wonderful way in which you can manifest yourself in the dream world. And you get to pay attention to your dreams. In fact, I would recommend some training in lucid dreaming and astral projection. Powerful ways of getting to know yourself in a different way during the time that you're sleeping. In addition to that, don't forget that your neurology and all your biochemistry, all those chemicals that's flowing around your entire body, bathe your cell, your brain cell, as well as the rest of your body's cells in a way that helps them rejuvenate. And when they rejuvenate, you feel so much better. It does appear that between seven to nine hours tends to be the minimal to be able to get the deep sleep that you need, as well as the dreams that your brain needs in order to process information from before, create new information that your personality can measure around, as well as to wake up refreshed so that you can be this new person. Because remember, being a new person requires energy. Energy requires sleep, exercise, and number three, of course, food. So try to eat as lively food as you possibly can. Remember, if you want to be full of life as one of your personality changes and movement towards success, you want to be able to eat the foods that have life in them. And the more food you eat that's processed, that's not life. The more you eat that's natural, right out of the ground, or right out of the space that breathes the air, that type of food is going to fuel yourself so that they can feel more alive and support the endeavors that you want to do. There's really no two ways about it. If you want to change your personality, improve your eating, your exercise, and your sleeping. What's nice about this, though, is that don't wait to go on an eating and exercise and sleeping program that has everything perfectly in place because that's not likely to happen instead. Do today what you can do today that's better than what you did yesterday. So every day is a little movement or a big movement of improvement. And as you do that, you are also changing your personality because your personality is now about making those steps of improvement in ways that make you in harmony with your body and your body able to say, yes, let's go, let's get going. All right, ready for the next one? You want to be able to provide your mind with the recognition that your mind really wants to hear the type of attitudes and feelings and thoughts and actions and decisions that you would like it to contemplate. 
So if you're contemplating what you don't have, are you contemplating what you're upset about or what you can't stand about yourself or the situation, your mind says, okay, well, that's what we will occupy ourselves with and therefore we will organize our thoughts, our emotions, our actions around those particular topics. So you want to consciously put into your life those topics, those attitudes, those goals, those approaches to every situation consciously script it so that your mind can begin to contemplate what the variables are associated to that. Well, let's give you an example. Let's say that you want to be a neater person. Let's just say you want to be a neater person. So you set a goal for yourself. Today I'm going to, going, going to organize that one corner. I'm going to vacuum. I'm going to dust. I'm going to put something up that's going to take me five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever is available to you. Let's say that you're going to get a scheduling program in place so you just tell yourself, I have five minutes to make myself a more organized, neater person. That's what I'm going to do. And so throughout the day, as you're planning those five minutes, you're thinking, well, how am I going to use those five minutes? How am I going to optimize it? When am I going to do those five minutes? And you're spending the time being able to really contemplate how you're going to progressively move yourself toward being even more of what you want to be. Now notice, I am making these steps so that you can incrementally take those steps. I don't do stairs, 15 stairs at a time. I do it one step at a time and finally get 15 stairs up at the next platform. And that's the way you want to see your own life and your own changes and perspectives. So take all the things that you would like to see improved in your life and do them incrementally. Right now, as you are listening to me, you're doing something incrementally. So that is a way of being able to contemplate. Okay, I'm going to do this. It's a small step. No worries. I can succeed. And the very act of being able to succeed at something incrementally promotes more incremental changes. In addition, you master those five minutes. You do that the next day, plus a little bit of something else. Therefore, you're creating this, this rounding effect of being more and more a master of your life as you move forward. By the end of a month, can you just imagine what you're going to have? It reminds me of what it's like when I talk to financial advisors and they say, if people only realize that they saved a certain amount today, put it in savings, they can have so much returns in the matter of five years, ten years, that they could easily be millionaires. Do we think that we can easily be personality change millionaires and successful in life by the exact same principle of investing in ourselves being the most optimal that we can possibly be? So instead of looking at your ultimate goal solely, look at the goal for the next moment. In addition, you are now programming your brain to think about what you can do with each moment that's better than the time before. Now, here's the next personality change you want to do. You'll notice that I'm speaking very positively and optimistically. I believe in you, and you want to believe in yourself. And the best way to prove that your belief in yourself is a reasonable attitude to take is to watch yourself take those little changes. And at the end of the day, instead of taking the list and seeing what you haven't done or how you're disappointed in yourself, you can do that too. There is some merit in that. However, there's greater merit in you looking at your list and saying, look, I did that, that, and that. That's a notable change. And tomorrow, I think I'd like to build on that. Therefore, at the end of the day, before you go to sleep, you are thinking about what you have done and building this internal process of having faith in yourself, trust in yourself that you can actually create the change. And that is also personality change, knowing that you can rely on yourself. 
for the changes that are going to lead to the ultimate goals and the improvement of what goes on in your life the next day. As I mentioned previously, it is really good to take an inventory of yourself and find out what it is you're doing that's actually creating self-sabotage. Let's say that you have a very bad relationship with your children, for example. You spend more time yelling at them and being disappointed and telling them how they're failing than you do really enjoying your children. So as a consequence, you're probably replicating the way you treat yourself, thinking that that's the best way to motivate your children, and it is not, by the way, and also motivating yourself in the same fashion. But as a consequence, your relationship with your children is definitely not as optimal as it could be. So you begin to take inventory. What do I spend my time doing with my children? What is my ultimate goal in terms of being able to have a connection with my children? Do I want a mature, enjoyable, powerful, mutual, where we all can succeed together? Do I want to build a team, a spirited attitude with my children as opposed to me the dictator or me the frustrator or me the, the servant of my children? What is it that I want? Well, I'm going to assume for a moment that what you really want with your children is to have a team. A team that functions very well, where sometimes you're the coach, and sometimes you're the partner that's a co-player, and sometimes you're even the audience while they're doing the actual work that's going on. To be able to support your team is very different than being able to yell and scream at them and tell them how stupid they are. Well, granted, now there's lots of teams that have coaches that are just harsh and negative, and sometimes the players on a team can actually perform fairly well. But majority of the time, we actually see kinesthetically that the body does not respond to those types of intervention in a possible, possible successful fashion. So as a consequence, you want to find, well, what is science saying about the way my team will best respond? Well, first, they respond really positively to you having authentic recognition of their authentic gains and successes. And by the way, that's the same thing you do to yourself. By an authentic meaning that you recognize what they actually do do, as opposed to just giving them a lot of praise for something that really isn't relevant to what they've actually succeeded at, and instead just kind of global personality praise. Now, that's not as powerful as being able to say, I really like that, or that was fabulous when you did such and such, or look at that, it was a fabulous job you just did, so, or good, or, or wow, or I appreciate that. Whatever it is, it acknowledges the actual doing that they also can look at so that they can know they're trustworthy because they can see the products of their actions, the products of their behaviors. So everybody's looking at something that's really a manifestation of success. Well, that's only one way in which you can say, I want my team to function really well. And it's the way you say to yourself, that's important. This is what I want. How do I scientifically get to that so that my relationships are going to be optimized? So that you are contemplating how you're blowing it, and you also contemplate what the tools are to be able to make progress. And you figure out the specific behaviors that today and tomorrow you can begin to experiment with to see how things will change. Now be careful, and this is step number, this is the next step. Be careful, because not everybody responds really quickly to changes. Sometimes you're suspicious. Sometimes they think, yeah, yeah, you've tried this before, you've tried to change before, and you always go back to old ways. And old ways are so familiar and ingrained and enticing and easy, especially under stress and tiredness. That's why I emphasize, take care of your body. So know that you probably will fail, but you want to keep persevering. And as you embrace those ways of behaving that truly are going to help you out, and you make them patterns, your environment will begin to respond. 
You know, sometimes when you're trying to move a heavy cart and you have to push and pull and push and pull, it's harder to move it the first quarter inch, the first inch, when it is completely immobile. It's harder to move something that's stuck than it is to move something that's in motion. All right, Newtonian physics, correct? So you're going to have to work a lot harder initially than you will once you get things moving. And that's going to be true the way your personality changes or the way you have an influence upon your environment and your attempts to change it as well. So persevere, stay with it, stick with it, and don't get discouraged if people don't respond instantaneously. It doesn't work that way. Repetition creates a sense of trust, creates a sense of pattern, which creates a sense of people responding to the pattern changes where their personality is going to change as well. Now, here is another aspect of personality change that's involved with brain entrainment, neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, neuroprogramming. And this is a wonderful field that has opened up to psychologists and hypnotherapists, NLP practitioners, because now we can actually use wonderful indications of what your brain waves are at any given time and help you through biofeedback and neuroprogramming to be able to master what it feels like for your brain to function in different ways. So if you need your brain to be more relaxed and slowed down and receptive, we can actually help you through this brain entrainment be able to slow yourself down. If you need to speed yourself up because you're just moving too slowly, then we can actually create that sensation so you have anchors or you have signals that help you be able to move in that direction. We can also show the way you can affect your biology because you are a chemistry lab after, after all, and the way that impacts your brain as well as what type of activities you get into that actually will move you toward having the brain waves that are going to be helpful to whatever task you have. Remember, we need to rest, we need to be meditative and at peace, we need to be active, we need to be revving at times fast and on top of things and cognitively intelligent and capable. And then sometimes you need to pull back and just kind of let things be and happen. So there's so many different ways that you need to respond in the course of a day. So now this personality change is all about you being able to consciously know how you can ebb and flow purposely in a circumstance that's going to optimize that moment for yourself and those around you that you're influencing. Next, and this is really associated to all of them. Remember when I told you that one of the changes in your personality is that you know that you can actually change your personality? Well, here's something that's related to it. Also know that you can become conscious in each of your moments. Now, let me see if I can differentiate the idea of self-consciousness and self-judgmental and self-critical. Because self-consciousness is usually that you feel so bad about who you are that you feel like you have to cover up who you are in order to be able to compensate because you might be found, and that would be embarrassing, shameful, you'd be found out for who you are, which you're thinking at the moment is inadequate. So as long as you're functioning from the point of view of feeling inadequate, the self-consciousness is not about you being able to consciously be able to mobilize various aspects of the inside of you. So in contrast to self-consciousness, which may come out of fear, self-rejection, judgment, embarrassment, and shame, you want to realize that you can consciously be different ways at different times. Let me give you an illustration. You are more likely to be able to enter into a situation with people if you view yourself as a catalyst of change and positive regard. So now you're going into a group of people. 
And you tell yourself, you know, I want to be a catalyst of change and positive experiences for these people. I want to have an impact on them that's going to make things positive, whatever positive is defined as in this given moment. So in, as you are thinking about what they would want to need and like to experience in your presence, you're more occupied with what you can give and how you can create the moment in a positive way than you are thinking about will they like me, am I dressed the way they are, am I conforming, will they reject me, maybe so no one will talk to me, I'll be alone, I feel really awkward. And instead, thinking about how you can be helpful, uh, create an energy that's going to be responded to, so and so on. But as this brain entrainment and all these other aspects of you working with yourself begin to gel, you begin to realize, I can be authentically who I am in this situation. And I can put a part of who I am into the moment that I think is going to optimize this experience for me and them. So if I take that part of me that's going to optimize the moment for me and them, how wonderful because now everybody is likely to have a much better time because you're there. And if they're enjoying themselves in their presence, you're going to enjoy yourself in your presence and their presence as well, much more likely. And that fuels you being more aware of being proactively you and proactive about the impact you have on your environment. This breeds a whole pattern of change inside of you as you contemplate how you can give, how you can benefit, as opposed to whether or not they will give to you. Will they give you acceptance? Will they give you agreement? Will they give you an ego boost? Will they give you a compliment? Or will they ignore you? Mm -mm. Wrong point of view. So the point of view that's most helpful for you is you're modeling, you're changing, you're molding your personality. Is what can I offer this moment that benefits so many at the same time? That one thought alone creates a power in you that will help create a personality change. Oh, there's so much more that can be said in this moment. But let's just leave the information here for you to digest. And don't forget to come back with Dr. Carol Francis at Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio and the Make Life Happen. Get back to me. You can contact me at Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio at gmail.com. Please go to the show listings at drcarolfrancistalkradio.com and join me here again. Oh, of course. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Contact me. Love to hear from you.